Welcome to My Heart, His Words, a podcast that pushes pause on life just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it. Thank you for joining us for Episode 19. One day at a time. It's really all we've ever been given, one short day at a time. But when our calendar's been wiped clean and all our future plans have been put on hold, today suddenly seems bigger, more meaningful, more urgent, more worth not wasting. And while the erasing of tomorrow's plans feels a little scary, did we ever really hold the pen that wrote in be here or there or do this or that on any given square? I remember walking to my own calendar the day after our daughter died. All the things I thought we would do suddenly erased. Proverbs 19.21 tried to warn me. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. He knew our calendars would become meaningless in time. And somehow, I just know he's working in the midst of all of this, bringing good from bad, working already to restore what's being lost. If faith truly is the evidence of things not seen, this season is requiring an extra dose of it because 2020 seems anything but clear. And maybe, just maybe, there's significance in the fact that this year is 2020. Yet so many of us have lost the ability to see much further than our own front door. Maybe God is using this time in history to help improve our eyesight so we can finally see him for all he is, creator, sustainer, provider, comforter, father, the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. The list goes on and on. I wrote once about Joseph facing his brothers after years of separation. In that writing, I wondered if Joseph had had faith all through those years. Did he remember his dream as he was sitting in prison And did he believe that one day it would really come true? Faith hadn't been mentioned in the pages of the Bible yet, but Hebrews 11 says Joseph walked by it. I have to believe he spent many nights praying for the chance to embrace his family again and believed it would happen. When he finally got the chance, he set them all down, not randomly, but in order of their age. They had to know something was up because they didn't realize they were in the presence of the very one they had once hated and sold into slavery. I'm not sure why Joseph drags out the revelation of who he is. Does he need time to process his emotions, to be sure of their changed hearts? It's one thing to love people. It's a whole other thing to believe they love you too. So the pause button is pushed as Joseph washes away his tears in a private room and his brothers wait not knowing what their future holds. The table was finally set for all things to be made right. And maybe that's where we're at today. The table has been set and we just haven't realized it yet. That's where faith comes in and changes everything about this moment. With faith, all things are possible. This was true for Joseph before he'd even heard the word and it's true for us today. Even in our deepest moments of fear and questioning and grief and doubt, faith makes a way for us to live with overflowing hope 
and joy and peace. We just have to remember, even though our calendars in so many ways have been erased, faith has set the table and we're all seated here together. And my prayer for each of you today is the same as Paul's for the church in Ephesus. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet, even COVID-19, and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Ephesians 1, 18 through 22. Well, Ben, have a feeling that a lot of people that listen to us are probably going to be in their houses, maybe their cars. But since the last time we recorded, a lot's happened in our country yes. and in our world. Yeah, no doubt. I, I kind of feel like the uh, the little digital character off of the movie, Disney movie Home, you know, that with the little alien <laughs> when is in the yes. cooler is like, can I come into the out now? <laughs> it's kind of what I feel like. Yes, yeah, I, this is, ah, I, I, I mean, I've never experienced anything like this. I think most people on the planet have never experienced Listen, anything like this. Yeah, there's no blueprint for this. There's, there's no, no uh, way of, there's no point of reference. There's no baseline for any of this. Uh, this is just something that's completely and totally uh, different. While we are all going through the same situation, it's manifesting itself differently in all of our cases. Because every single person, yeah, every, every person, and it we're being affected differently. And I, you know, I kind of see that, and we all see the extremes of the spectrum. But I, I think that I've kind of had some insight into that, as many pastors have, because we're mm-hmm. we're dealing with people who I know. One of my, you know, good friends and per, you know people in my church is a manager of a Kroger, you know, of a grocery store. And he yes. is absolutely just stressed beyond stress, facing something that he's never faced in his life. Now, listen, his his employment status is very secure. His right. his job isn't being threatened, but he's facing this new yeah. level of of stress. And then you've got the opposite. Stress. Yeah, you've got the opposite side of that is someone who is losing their job or has lost their job, and they're facing a new amount of stress that they've never faced before. So it's just it's it's so unbelievable the 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 distance that all falls under the same umbrella. Yeah, yeah. And 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 at the same time the equalizing power that this has for all walks of life, mm-hmm. all people. You see on the news celebrities that are sharing their stories and um no no one's exempt yeah. from what's happening. And so as I was thinking about that and I was thinking about faith, because I think right now, I read the other day that it is, faith is not needed if we try to deny reality. 
And I had to think about that for a minute. But if we're denying reality, we don't really need faith because we're not dealing with what's real. Right. But if anybody is really facing the fact that we are in the situation that we're in, in a realistic way, I think it takes a level of faith. Well, it does. It takes Do you that. Have any- well, and, and, you know, like Tammy said, I'm, I'm just going to throw a qualifier out here. We're, we're both sitting at the house, so you just heard my dogs bark in the background. So, uh, but that, <laughs> just that's makes going it to all happen. Build up. Yeah, that's, listen, we're, yeah. we're all in the same boat here. Yeah, it's, that's right. Uh, we're all on level ground right now. You know, we th- are. It doesn't matter what uh, social status, what economic status. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the, that's the thing that is another element of this that's so unique. I walked outside today when I was at church, you know, in my office. I walked outside, and, and it was 75 degrees. The sun was just shining so brightly, and there was a little bit of a breeze yeah. blowing, and it was an absolute perfect day. And here I'm sitting here thinking there is zero physical evidence that I can, other than a few less people than what you would normally see. Right. It just seems like everything is good. I, you know, this is just, it's such an equalizer in my opinion. And it just shows, it just shows absolutely how out of control that we really are. Not from a standpoint of that everything's chaos. It's from the fact of when it comes down to it, we are powerless, we're hopeless. And, you know, we are just, there's nothing that we can do to control this. It's just, no, it is. We're no. powerless. It is what it is. I've heard several people say, it's just, it's scary not knowing what the future holds. It's scary not knowing what tomorrow holds. And in my head, I'm thinking, yes, it is. But then I'm thinking, we've never known. Yeah, but isn't it great? We've never known. Yeah, but isn't it great to know the one that holds that future that we yes. have no idea about? Yes. But it, but yeah, absolutely. But it, it's interesting to that we get into a mode where we kind of get in a rhythm with life and, and we sort of take over. <laughs> I remember that very, very clearly when Adrian died. I remember going to the calendar. I already had like her two-month checkup on there, her four-month I had gone through and written all these things in. And then, you know, after her funeral and we got back home and I'm, I'm going through the house and, and I, the calendar, I just remember being so struck by what I thought mm-hmm. life was going to look like yeah. and then realizing that I had no control. And at that moment, I thought, you know what? I'm never going to have a calendar again because I don't know. But, you know, over time, we're human. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. calendar-generated people. Well, and I think that's, you know, some old sayings that I remember, some grandparents, my parents, and some people that um, that were of generations before me are kind of beginning to recirculate now, especially within the church. Uh, I think that mm-hmm. there's a reason that Scripture encourages us to, encourages us to say when we're making our plans that if the Lord wills, if the Lord wills, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're, yes. we're we're living in that right now. Yes, there was an elderly lady at the church I went to when I was really little, and I remember any time she said anything, she would always say, "Lord willing." Mm-hmm. Lord willing. And I always thought that was so sweet. But now as a, you know, middle-aged woman myself, I mean, I really do think, you know, if it's the Lord's will, this or that, because I don't know. And so I guess um, I I was looking here at Romans 8. I was talking to my husband um, a little bit ago about us doing this, and he was talking about Romans 8. And I'm just looking at it here for a minute. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits an eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. And 
this is a hard time. Mm-hmm. This is a hard time. Um, it's harder for some people than others right now, but I think that most people are, are being affected yeah. somehow. Yeah. And um, it is comforting to know that this doesn't even compare yeah. with the glory. Yeah. We were talking before we started recording about our Enneagram numbers oh, a little bit. Oh, my poor and, Enneagram um, <laughs> type one. I'm, and I'm a two. <laughs> my personality right now, folks, is in the corner throwing a temper tantrum like a three-year-old child. <laughs> there is zero structure. There's zero predictability. There's zero pattern. There's nothing. And I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to, and you're and and you're trying to lead a bunch of people that are like me who want to just let's help twos. them, let's, let's help them, let's, let's create fourteen thousand ways to help you. And listen, that's fantastic. That's a great thing. Uh, <laughs> so it's just one of those, and I'm just like, okay, let's sit back and let's breathe and let's figure out what systems are already in place that we yeah. can just come in a support role and help right. them. So, right. But, yeah. yeah. I. I think that, um, I don't know if everybody out there or anybody out there has done the little assessment to find out what your Enneagram number is or your love language or anything like that. But I think this is a time, we have time right now, people, if you want to find out those things, you can go online. And- you know, Tammy, it's it's probably going to take time, a uh, a whole lot of precious time. It's going to take patience and time to do it, to do it. To do it, yeah. to do it, yeah. to do it, to do right. it right. If you, if anybody, if that triggered a song in anybody's head right there, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm easily distracted. If only we right had here. the, if I wish we could just have the music like pop in in the background, that would have <laughs> been that, great. If that wasn't but, about you know, a five just, or six thousand dollar hit right there, I would get that licensing fee. That is hilarious. Well, no, I was just thinking. I think this is an opportunity, especially for um, the church to really tap into what our gifts are, what our love languages Amen. are, yeah. Um, yeah. ways that we can love our neighbor mm-hmm. um, that maybe we never would have thought of before. Yeah, and, and um, maybe even speak to our neighbors. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, and so, I mean, what a great time to just be, you know, have your eyes wide open. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, we're sitting, you know, I, I said in that, um, blog post, you know, we're we're seated at the table. Faith yes. has seated us at this table. And so we're all at the same table. I mean, the table is really big mm-hmm. and we're all there. Um, what a time of unity. Yeah. I've watched so many online. I've watched Ural's church service. I've watched the one here at Northeast. I've watched um, several other people's services. I've, I've listened to special messages people have put on. And what a, the, the church is alive right now. Even though the church is separated mm-hmm. from being able to hug or high five or anything, the church is alive. Yeah, people are growing. They're in the Word. Yeah, I had uh, I had a conversation with a pastor. Uh, I can't. It could have been two hours ago, and it could have been three days ago. I don't know. Time is <laughs> relative at this point. But yes. he he told me that he feels like one of the things that's coming out of this is that there is a global repositioning of the church that's taking mm. place during this. And, and I think you're right. I think that this is, uh, you know, this is doing something um, because, again, God can redeem anything. Yes, and, he can. And I think that that's just what we need to look at. What better of a time? Tammy, I know that both of you and I lived through 9-11, you know, and the events yes. and the 
the yes, kind of the attitude and the outlook of the nation after that one of unity, and that was an awesome thing. But I think that this even far exceeds that. And in my I lifetime, agree. in my lifetime, I've never known of another time more primed and ripe for sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus um, Christ. Because in a time where we are seeing, we're kind of seeing how dark this world can be and how little control yeah. we have over that darkness. Yeah. And we know that there is no hope in man. I mean, you know, we can we can hope that government helps us. We can hope that legislation's right. passed. We can hope a cure is found and a vaccine's developed. And we can hope for containment. We can hope for all of these things. And those things are good. But the true yeah. source of hope is mm-hmm. the one that never lets you down, and that that never fails you, and that's Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I hope that people that are listening to this, we, the news. I mean, I believe me, I'm swiping my phone over all the time and seeing the latest headline. Um, I don't really turn the TV on as often. Sometimes Tim and I'll watch it at night. It's generally on my phone, um, and I'll read an article. Um, there's so many words out there right now. I mean, there's just so much. It's just bombarding us from every angle. And so I don't want to just be one more noise in mm-hmm. the middle of all this, but mm-hmm. I just I do want to be a sound of calm, oh. reasoning, a sound of hope, a sound of we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. If someone out there is all alone in their house and is feeling just anxious and scared and bewildered or overwhelmed and, and they want to reach out, I mean, you'll share our email address here in just a little bit um, and we can hopefully connect them with somebody in their area. But I, I just want this to be a place where people can listen and go, we're going to make it. There's another side to this. There's, there is another side to this. Yeah, amen. Read Psalm 25. That's if you're uh, anywhere in the Psalms, actually. I mean, just start at the beginning. I fell asleep to that last night. I turned, I've had the dwell app for several, um, for over a year. Um, But I just, it's a beautifully uh, done audio Bible app. And it has nice, I've got it set to where it has nice ambient background music and a very soothing voice reading scripture. And I felt I turned on Psalm 1 and just let it start playing. And I fell asleep to that last night. So, I love that. Yeah. So, so I just looked up Psalm 25. It's only 22 verses. Mm-hmm. It's really So quick. it wouldn't take anybody any, nope. any time at all. I'm going to read it whenever we yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. are finished with this recording. Because um, I, I, I don't think it's in this one. I, I don't know where this verse is. But when I am afraid... I will trust in you, mm-hmm. in God, whose word I praise. In God, I will trust. I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? And um, that's a psalm. I can't remember where it's at right now. Um, a good friend of mine shared that with me when, when Nick was going through cancer, and I memorized it, and it was one that I just uh, played over and over in my head, which reminds me, Ben, when Nick was fighting cancer and I struggled to come up with words to pray, I put scriptures all over our house. I hung them on cupboards and bathroom mirrors and on doors. Um, and I would walk through the house and, and just cry and read those verses back to God, um, almost turn them into a prayer because I didn't have any words. And I think that right now, it might be a great time for people to just Google fear, Google faith, oh, Google yeah. whatever it is they're needing. Print some scriptures out, write them out, mm-hmm. put them all over your house. Let's. This is kind of spiritual warfare right now. The enemy wants oh, yeah. to steal, kill, and destroy, and we're not going to let him win. 
and the sword of the spirit, the way we fight is with the word. Mm-hmm. And so I say, let's just plaster our houses with the word. Let's teach it to our kids. Now's your chance to show them where to lean. And um, I, I, I hate it that this is happening. I really do. But but I'm, I'm excited to see God work. Yeah, I think that there's a big time reset that's happening here, not only in churches, but in humanity. And I think it's, in yes. the end, it's, listen, guys, it's going to, um, it, it's going to be unpleasant. It already has been unpleasant. It's going to get yeah. more unpleasant, yeah. just looking at it from it a is. realistic standpoint. But the reality of it mm-hmm. is, is God works out everything for ultimately for his glory and our ultimate good, period. Yeah. Yeah. So I walked outside early this morning. It was kind of windy and it was kind of muggy. I thought it's either just stormed or it's getting ready to storm. And I think it had just stormed and I had missed it. But I just, there was just this feeling in the air that I I just thought life really is never going to be quite the same. I don't, I don't know what that means, but we have a God who is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Amen. And so we have to lean on him. We have to trust him. We have to encourage each other as we see the day approaching. Mm-hmm. And so I, we love everybody out there that's listening and we're praying for everybody. And um, Ben, do you have anything else to add? Just check on people. Check on mm. people. Touch base with them. Send them a text. Make a phone call. Uh, send out an email. Do something. Let them know that you're thinking about them because, you know, and, and, and listen, I may be, I'm a little bit biased, but uh, folks, check on your pastor. Yeah. Check on your pastors. They're, um, you know, everybody's struggling, everybody's scrambling. So I'm not trying to say that it's more difficult on pastors than it is anyone else at this time. It's not. But your pastor is carrying a lot of weight right now. It doesn't have to be anything well-worded, long-written, some type of oration type thing. Just just check on it. Check on your neighbors. Check on your family. Check on your friends. Um, (laughs) Check on your extrovert friends because they're not doing well right now. You know, they're struggling, right? <laughs> Listen, and if you've got friends who are conspiracy theorists, check on them. They're really not doing well right now either. So, you know, just check on some people. Yeah. And and I do want to say thank you to our healthcare professionals oh, and our first goodness, responders yes. that are in the trenches and yes. um and, and delivery people, people that mm. are that we can't we can't function without yeah. them being out there. And so, um anyway, you wanna wrap this up with prayer? Sure. I'd love to. Father, we um, we just thank you for your goodness. And even in the midst of this time where um, we have far more questions than what we have answers right now, God, I just pray that, uh, that instead of us focusing on finding the answers, that we just focus on you and focus mm. on your, your love and your mercy. And as, uh, as David says in Psalm 25, God, teach me, guide me, instruct mm-hmm. me in this time god we look to you and we um we just ask you to help us to increase our faith increase our trust and our dependence on you mm-hmm. father i ask that uh, we just love each other with the love that christ has for us in jesus name mm-hmm. amen Thank you for joining us for episode 19 of My Heart, His Words, a podcast that pushes pause on life just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it. If you would like to touch base with us, if, as Tammy was talking a little bit earlier, if you are all alone, if you're feeling all alone, if you just need somebody to communicate with, we would love to be that source in your life. Um, 
You can email us, myhearthiswords at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at myhearthisword1. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, We would love to hear from you. Um, And if this episode has been a blessing to you, and we hope that it has, Mm -hmm. we really hope that it has been a blessing to you, subscribe, rate, review, share it with a friend. Those are honestly the best ways to kind of Mm -hmm. get the word out about the show. And Mm -hmm. it's not about drawing attention to ourselves, but but we we pray that God is using our voices to impact lives for His kingdom. 